0: Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week, we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. Change and disruption and unexpected uh, surprises. And even expected surprises, if there is such a thing. These are
1: they common, happen.
0: common, common to all of us. And there have been some big changes over in Grand Prairie, and so I thought we'd update the update the crowd a little bit, let them know what's going on with you in Grand Prairie, and weave our stories as we are wont to do about there leadership. So let's leadership. hear it. Let's hear it. It's we're, we're not even forty-eight hours changes, into this, are we?
1: Forty-eight hours in. We have, um, so, uh, fairly unexpected. Um, It was good news I had been offered. We had, a um, actually, our former city manager, Steve Dive, decided to pursue. His passion is policing. He went to pursue that, loves policing. And uh, so we have our deputy city manager, Bill Hills, took over. I've worked with him for all of my 27 years here at the city um he had moved into the city manager's office became city manager back in middle of august uh met with me i don't know a couple weeks later and uh was talking about he needed my help on some org changes and presented those org changes to me and i was one of them and so i said what
0: wait a minute <laughs> you know what? but
1: yeah what i glad, certainly glad to help him, but even more excited. We've all talked about for a long time, Randy, pursuing goals, setting goals and making sure you're taking steps toward them. Because just like me, you never know when that opportunity is going to present itself. And I certainly didn't know any of this uh, was going to happen, uh, was potential to happen. And, and I'm thrilled. So I've been promoted to um, what they've, defined as a managing director. So I've got four directors under me, kind of might be equated to like a super director, maybe similar to an ACM level, but beneath because we already have a city manager and then deputy city manager. And now we have managing directors under them with four direct reports. So it's gonna help spread the load for everybody. and it's exciting, but whew, it's change, uh, you know, and it's, it's great where I'm still doing HR right now. We are uh, actively getting an HR director in that's a known source, but i um, glad to um, have that person come in that's, that's got tenure and understand city business, all that good stuff. But for me, I'm now having to, uh, on on hour, like 26. <laughs> Yeah. Setting time to meet with directors. So it's an exciting change. Um, I hope for everybody listening, you know, it's just one of those things like we've talked about. Uh, You and I have optimism, Randy. You never know when a change is going to happen. And I think the important lesson for all of us that we've been trying to instruct is you have to be the best you you can be all the time because of these very things you just don't know what life holds for you next it's something that i've been working towards and i'm very 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 grateful to our new city manager for recognizing an opportunity for me that he felt i could serve well and just providing it to me and now i've got to prove it that he made the right decision um so i'm really excited about that that's what's happened to here for all our listeners that have been Following us for this year plus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and our goal and our personal goals. Besides moving and moving into our new house in Oklahoma, I've got a new job now, so I'm I'm working to make sure I do a good job at that and setting time to meet with directors, etc.
0: You know, one of the things that came up, uh, bubbled to the surface for me as as I was, you know, kind of behind the scenes with you just you sharing the journey. I mean, I, I, I have no part in this at all. It's, it's all, you know, Grand Prairie and Lisa and her team, as well as so her, he lead- says, her, he's her le- been a big part of this and, and her <laughs> leadership. Well, no, I, listen, I'm you're, you're, you've done the work, but my, my focus was on, you know, who, because the conversations that I have, everybody wants to fixate on how like how am I going to get that promotion? or how is this how how am i going to solve this problem or how am i going to take advantage of this opportunity or how can i maximize opportunities and i think if we can change and shift the conversation even in our head of who you know so bills in a position where he's restructuring and he's he's changing um the culture in grand prairie to be clear as an outsider is super high performing super customer service oriented and has been as long as lisa's been there uh going back to tom hart kind of the original you know the og of of the culture there in (laughs) grand prairie and so i'm sure bill and i've had no conversations with bill but I've, I've, i've dealt with enough top level leaders It's like, okay, who can I who can I surround myself with so that we can up our game even more, so that we can be as high performing as we can be. And Lisa's work ethic and Lisa's reputation, Lisa's influence, Lisa's leadership and and her own high performance as well as her team, I'm sure played a pivotal role. You know, we tell people all the time, and you've probably heard us say it here, it's grow where you're planted. Do a great job where you are. Excel where you are. If where you are isn't where you want to be, the best way to get to where you want to go is excel where you are.
1: Right. Just
0: just do the very best that you can. Help as many people as you can help. Uh, don't burn bridges. Don't burn people. You know, be a good human and do great work and help other people do great work. I mean, for me, that's that's the elephant in this room watching, watching this from – this really safe distance uh to watch your career so kudos congrats Uh, i'm you know i'm proud of you proud of your team uh proud of the whole cmo Uh, i mean these are these are pretty spectacular people you know in my book so
1: well i i really appreciate that um i i want to i want to first say there's so many parts to this when you you look back and um, in, in just helping our audience, not, of course, you know how me, I don't like the focus to be on me. Truly the leadership, I think what serves value here is that the focus is always on others. Like you said, it's so easy to say, how do I get, how do I do, how do I, and really in my career, it's it's never been about, Me specific. In other words, I deserve, or I'm owed, or I'm I I need this. It's about how to best, like you said, serve others, just through your actions and your willingness. The things that we've talked about, the attitude, being the best me I can be for the city and for the city's benefit, for my team's benefit. It is always about the ones you are serving, and if you do that well, it will shine through. Now, it may take time. Again. as I was open about in these podcasts, about my desire to become an ACM type, a DCM type, it was never an expectation, it was a goal. And so every action I took was trying to be the best version of a leader that I could be for my team and for this city. And I think that's what's important. And I don't wanna give discredit, so much of my success is not, I mean, it is because of what I've done, right? But so much of it is by the people you're surrounded with, and that's that's a big lesson here because Randy, I've got the sheryls around me, my deputy city manager who believed on me, who connected me with you, right you, whether you admit it or not, as an executive coach, the value you have brought to me to become better has been undefinable. I mean, I don't know how to I don't even know how to rank it or put a number on it you helped me see with clarity where I could be and why not? I always thought I'd be in HR, but you said, why, why not? Why, why would you not want to do that? Or why would you want to do that? And you helped me explore it, which is what a great coach does for those that have been listening to us and trying to identify those things that can really help us excel. And I've been in a fortunate city that really puts focus on developing your people. So one, I'm grateful for that and I'm thankful for those who've surrounded me. I'm thankful for the Tom Hearts of the world, right? That brought vision and taught me what culture looks like to be in a healthy, exceptional culture. I'm proud of that. Um, and then you've got Bill and I who've come up through the organization and what, um, you know, it, we're, we're, I think we're one of the last dinosaurs. You just don't see people staying 26 and 27 years anywhere anymore. So it's, it's exciting for me to, at this point in my career, where many could say, you know, you've built a home in Oklahoma, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be retiring, that there's still validity in what I can continue to do, and the impact and influence I can continue to have, um, hopefully on others in a different way now and continue to grow myself. And I'm really, really excited about that. And this new journey that I'm on, now it's learning about four other departments, that I know really nothing about and learning a different way and how to serve them, which is why I'm meeting with them next. Like I've been doing that uh, today and tomorrow is where I'm sitting with them. What do they need from me? How can I best serve them? Uh, Tell me about your department. Tell me about your people. You know, it's really trying to understand those things.
0: But this is where your curiosity is going to really, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and make a prediction. Your humility and your curiosity, the fact that you're not You're not knee deep familiar with these other departments Mm -hmm. is going to benefit you and them and the city because that curiosity is going to drive you to ask all the questions that maybe haven't been being asked, but could be super beneficial. You know, one of the takeaways and as you were talking to me is, and and I, I will tell young people this and I'll, if, if you're new, if, if you're a grad student, uh, In this arena, or if you are looking for a job, if your first job or your 10th job, pick your boss, pick your boss, the people that you work for are so critical uh, to, to a career in this space from where I sit. So Lisa and I have this podcast, and I started this podcast a long, long time ago. It had a leadership bent, and as my career morphed and changed to where the focus was on city government leadership, I wanted to rebrand it, and I wanted to change the focus and go pot committed to city government leadership, and so I invited Lisa to be you know, my my equal, my co-host here. And as I've, if I, as I've looked at that space, it's a space where you do need permission. We can start this podcast, and Lisa and I don't need, we don't need any broadcast medium to hire us. We don't need anybody to give us permission. We don't need anybody to say yes. We just launch it, and we just go. We can put it on YouTube. We can put it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio and all the rest of the places where it currently exists. And we didn't have to ask anybody. But those of you that are working in city government, that's not the case. You need permission. You need somebody to say yes to you. And if you're going to get somebody to say yes to you, if you're going to get a quality person to say yes to you, somebody that you're going to want to work for, who will do for you what Lisa's bosses and leaders have done for her then you're going to have to be ready to answer the call and be focused on them you can't you can't approach this i don't see how you could approach it any other way in the last 2 weeks or so what are what are some takeaways that pop into your head and i don't mean things that came up They came to fruition in the last few weeks. But these are seeds and these are little things that you've been growing and things that were planted a long, long time ago.
1: Well, I don't know if it's going to directly answer your question, but one thing I can tell you that's been evident is how important you and I have talked about how important relationships are. Everyone, you know, because I had a trust in our leadership team. And if I'm not getting to where you want to go, certainly, no, you're re-ask go me, away. Randy, but one of the things I've found that has become, it's always become evident of how, but I've been with my team, how important relationships are with my managers, with my teammates, with my peers as directors. But when you're elevated now to a role where I'm leading four of those directors I've worked with, how important relationships relationships have been, that those are strong and solid Um, because now I'm in a different role and I'm in a different perspective that just having known them, we've worked on personnel issues together. I kind of know how they work, but now I get to see it in another light. And Cheryl has taught me so much because she had lunches with us as directors to just get us talking because we otherwise don't really interact. I mean, you've got airport director, you've got the uptown manager and the downtown manager and things that I wouldn't normally see, but she put us together on a quarterly basis just to have lunch, like just to the value in that that has come to light from those is definitely something I'll carry on. But you don't realize it. You think, okay, we're just getting together for lunch as a team. Right. But now that I'm having to lead them, I'm like the insight I gained from those lunches of just interacting with them on a non-work basis, it's going to be valuable at least to start a different level of a relationship. Right? Mm -hmm. You see how you always tell people you need to know people outside of work, not just doing business. And I've seen that because we know so many times we talked about we get focused on what needs to get done in the day. And sometimes you lose sight of relationships. You're focused on the task at hand that your team needs to get done that you need to get done. And that's been one key area. I just immediately was like, man, I'm glad Cheryl put us together. That has had so much value now that I know at least a little bit of what's on their plate and the value because they talked about it. I can see what is important to them. I can see what they're most proud about. I've learned their interests. Mm That It gives me something to talk about. That's one area. The second area is just the um i've always had a belief system that things happen as they're meant to be and um you know there can be discouragement and disappointment and man this was just unexpected it just always tells you you never know what life's got in front of you and just do the best you can do every day and do it well and and the right people and the right opportunities will present themselves when it's your right time it's all about timing It may not be the right time today, but it it wasn't the right time three months ago when Steve talked to me and there was an AC, it's probably been longer than that, maybe Mm -hmm. five months ago. You know, I shared that with somebody recently that he said, man, I know you've been wanting this, but it's just not the right time. I need this skill set. I could have really walked away from that just being devastated because I so badly wanted it. But my response was, I trust you. I trust you to know what is best for this city and best for this team at this time. And I have no regrets, you know, and I think so much of that, not just speaking to me, but so many people I've dealt with through difficulties, how you handle yourself says so much, right? It's, it's, it's important. And, um, those things stand out to me and I hope I was one that handled it with grace as well, because I believed it. I did believe they'd made the right decision at the right time. Although I really wanted that. It just wasn't good timing for me, but this was great timing. So there was a there was a better result in my future. Right. I just had to wait for it.
0: Well, and you've got you've got respect for those decision makers who are tasked with that. So at that particular time, Steve tasked with the decision. You're wise enough and experienced enough and have enough insight and wisdom to know that there there, there are other variables there
1: That's that right. may
0: or may not have anything to do with you.
1: And I may or may not know about, and That's may right. or may shouldn't know about, right? We didn't none That's of us right. know.
0: Well, the interesting thing to me is how people want to look back and, and think, "Man, I, I wish I would have gotten that." And in our head, we always play that out in its best case scenario. Mm-hmm. But it it could be that it could go horribly <laughs> south, and it could be something from which you'd have a really hard time recovering. I've just seen too many people who have aspired to get into, you know, a CMO arena and fit is everything. It's just everything. You know, whether, whether you're wired a particular way in a city or a culture or a department are just so not wired that way and they could say yes to you and you could just be colossally miserable. Right. And I've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen it. Well, let's talk a little bit. um, We don't want to overstay our welcome here today. We just kind of wanted to update everybody uh, on on things from an outside. So you talked about the internal relationships. What about the external relationships? Those relationships where news has gotten out or has it, has it, I assume, I assume word has gotten out and you've heard from some people. People that don't have any any dog in the hunt other than the fact that they have a relationship with you. So what's that? Well been it'll like? be
1: interesting because it, it was just uh, it was just announced on Monday. So if okay. they hadn't heard about it, they are hearing about it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well we expect your emails to blow up now and your text right. messages.
1: You know, that's right. So um, you know, I honestly haven't heard too much from the outside yes, but yet, but I had also not publicly announced it on LinkedIn or anything yet either. Right. It's been, uh, as you can imagine, a whirlwind of me just trying to, I'm now trying to navigate like so many people. I've got to be a dual role of HR director for a little bit and managing director over four departments and getting to know them and making sure I'm balancing what that role looks like and is appropriate for that. So I'm leaning heavily on uh, Cheryl, my, my deputy city manager on Megan, who's our other deputy city manager, but it was slash city attorney as well right um getting wisdom from them on here's what i plan to do um here's what i am doing and then there was another director also elevated just like me um who i absolutely respect and am so excited to serve next to because i i, I met with him the first day and said man i am so excited just to lean on you for wisdom and insight he's an engineer um and we've gone to lunch and stuff together as well as peers and uh, so I said, I'm so excited to to just lean on you for knowledge and wisdom and insight, and to teach me on things I don't know about, um, to help me understand the questions I have on areas that are new to me. And he said, "That's funny. That's the same thing I was going to tell you." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I'm so you know so as far as external, haven't mm-hmm. experienced that too much yet. But I also haven't announced it because it's yeah. just in the last 24 hours I've been. trying to figure out what I need, what are my tasks that I need to get done to integrate quickly with my, the directors I'll be leading so that I can support them as quickly as possible. Cause we have council meetings coming up. I need to know what's on the plate.
0: Yeah. 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 So externally I
1: haven't seen it as much.
0: Yeah. I
1: I think I taught, I called you. uh, I called one of my former directors um, that served assistant directors that served here. I called her immediately uh, told, of course, my family and my friends and swore to them to the secrecy until it was announced on Monday, mm-hmm. um, told them over the weekend. And all of this in light of many don't know, and we'll talk about it at another time as we peel that onion back. But all of this while I had my dad had a stroke and passed in a matter of a few days, five or six days. Um, and he's had Alzheimer's and was otherwise completely healthy. I've had a sick mother but I was out with him, uh, having to make calls on hospice, having to make the call for the family. Cause my mom just could not do it. And I'm the yeah. medical power of attorney. So a lot with life, um, giving you a hurdle like that and an unexpected tragic, in my opinion, he was otherwise healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, and then giving me this, I'm, I'm blessed. Right. Uh, that through some gr- grave sadness, that I've had an opportunity to find joy as well, almost simultaneously. Right.
0: Yeah. And as real as you and I roll on this show, uh, and just in life in general, you know, Lisa and I were, we're going to do a show. We're planning a show on adversity. And of course she can speak directly to it, having now buried her father. Uh, and then lo and behold, you know, the sun starts shining, you know, through all the darkness of, of the clouds. And i don't know i mean everybody can drive whatever lessons they want from that um if you think everybody is living some better life than you're living um they're not they're not Uh, we've all got struggles we've all got pain and sorrow but you and i are just we're still going to preach the optimism and still try to shine a bright light on it i think life is largely what we make of it so man i'm yeah i'm super proud of you and and happy for you and your family and the city, I think. I think Grand Prairie is better. Is better f- for this change and and these additions uh, to the roster. And you know, we haven't even talked about about your team. And uh, I'm sure there were people that were disappointed in you now, no longer being their immediate kind of leader. But um, knowing yeah, them, it, everybody, first, everybody's got to be deep, deep down, everybody's got to be super happy for you, even even if they're disappointed for themselves.
1: Sure. And it's so much of it, Randy, uh, as we move through this, um, you know, my, my main message to our listeners, um, you just don't know what life's got next. You don't know whether it's tragic. You don't know whether it's joy. You don't know what the next day will hold. And as you and I, we just try to live for today and enjoy today And not, you know, not focus on regrets and focus on anguish, but to, my goal is to find joy in the moments that I can, um, and to continue, like we've said, just continue to serve well, whether it's my family, it's my staff and each day brings new challenges and each day brings new joy. And you have to just continue to move through them the best you know how and surround yourself with good people because good people like you, like Cheryl, that help you see the light and see the strength and see the joy and overcome the challenges and the hurdles, that's what helps each one of us thrive is good people in our lives that help guide us in a positive way.
0: Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com.